We are live in the house for another week of the sports thought process show. Great weekend of sports. We're in the crunch of the season where you have three or four things going on at one time. A lot of stuff, a lot of excitement. What's going on, good people? What's going on, staff? Good evening. I'm sorry for a delay. I was trying to multitask over here and clearly seems like I'm feeling miserably. But um all is well. Uh I don't know. I guess it depends on um, you know, if you from just life perspective, everything is well. But if you're a sports fan, you know, depending on it, it may not be. Um it may not be. But uh hey, we're here to talk about it, break it down. So talk is therapy. Talk is therapy. It is. And right now, I feel like, you know, locally, I feel like a lot of people need some therapy. And right now, I feel like, you know. Keep going. But, um, hey, uh, hold on. I got to sneeze. I'm sorry. Woo. Okay. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Allergies going crazy over here. But um, first up, you know, we always get right on into the, the college uh, action. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. College action over the weekend. And I'll say probably locally, one of the, the highlights of the weekend uh, was the UT Alabama game. And, um, you know, uh, Alabama pulled away with the win. Um, I, I Did you all see that game? Yep. I was all so, in. I know there was a lot about that. I think it was before the half. I think when uh, they went, when um, Hyper went for it on, I think it was like fourth and one or fourth and two or something like that. And they were still in their territory. And I know a lot of people feel like that was the beginning of the end uh, in that game. I don't know. Uh, how do you feel about that? Since of course you watched it, Moses. I mean, UT was playing well in the first half. They had a great first half. I mean, they were feeling themselves and figured he felt like going for it. You know, they got shut out in the second half, so all the momentum shifted. So, I mean, can't say I'm surprised, you know. I saw so many clips of UT last year. I saw so many last year clips. Like, I'm like, this is a whole new year. They showed the go post, smoking on the cigar, <laughs> all of that rolling to the river, all of that. I'm like, man, this is a new year. You don't think they ain't forgot about that? So, you know, it's just they 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 they, they didn't score. So, you know, Alabama did what Alabama does, you know, in the second half. Yeah, that was crazy. Because uh, I think going in, I think if you were a realistic UT fan, I mean, you had to know that this wasn't the same team uh, as they had last year. But granted, in that first half, they definitely did. Because I think at one point, they were up, I want to say by about, I think at least a touchdown or so anyway, you know, in the game. Because I think I remember when I turned tuned in and saw the score, I was kind of like, whoa, I wasn't expecting uh, to see that. Uh, so they definitely were hanging in there. I just think it probably came down to some questionable co uh, play calling that, you know, end up giving the momentum. But like you said, on the other hand, they were shut out in the second half. So I don't know if you can say a, a couple of play calls in the first half completely changed the momentum for an entire two more halves. So 
No, you got to play. You got to play the second half. You know, they, they didn't score. So, Alabama did their job and just, you know, shut them out. So, you got to keep playing, you know. You see, did what you see does. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, UT go UT. Go ahead, And it is crazy because, you know, last year they were on this. It was just like they were on this revenge tour just knocking out everybody that had you know, it had a chokehold over them. Uh, Not know. everybody. They ain't beat Georgia. Well, but, <laughs> yes, but, except for when everybody. it came to, you're right, except for when it came to Georgia. Uh, but but at Carolina. that point, though, they had already lost to South Carolina. So I think. You know, the, the point spread was eight points. And I was like, you know what? I think that's a lot of points. And I said, hmm. That's the only thing I would have taken in that game, but I'm so glad I didn't fool with it because they didn't, they didn't, we we gave advice. Um, we had a friend on our betting thread that was like, he's going to go all in on UT. We were like, mm-hmm, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. And the first half, it looked like he should have done it. But then the second half showed, yeah, he shouldn't have done it. So, yeah. Mm. Well, moving on to the Utah and USC, that came down to a thriller at the end. And uh, I think now USC, did they, have they dropped three straight? Four. Four straight. Four straight. Wow. Uh, Crazy. Uh, But yeah, it came, uh, Kayla Williams has, I think it was a stat was saying that he has uh, yet to uh, beat uh, Utah. Uh, nope. Since this time, he's lost three straight to maybe that's what the three was three straight to Utah, I believe. So I don't know, but you know, USC was one of those teams that I think early in the hype, especially when we were talking about Colorado quite a bit, that USC was another team like Colorado that we had said just doesn't have any defense. Uh, so, but and, and uh, Utah, Utah, is, Utah is like. Florida is the uh, Peyton Manning to him. That I mean, I just, they beat him. They beat him. They beat him twice last year. I mean, once in the regular season and in the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> then they beat him again this year. And looking at USC schedule, they still got to play Oregon and Washington. Um, they're probably, they're probably they, gonna lose them too. They're probably gonna lose them too. See, Caleb Williams is taking. Caleb Williams is another- taking right now. He's taking it right now, you know, so he can get off that get off that top pick. A lot of taking there's, going on. There's a, there's a, well, no, I thought he, when he can easily just go back. Uh, he still would be the top pick. Um, it's not, you know, he, he can't overcome the defense. I mean, he played. He had a horrible game against Notre Dame. I can't say he had a horrible game against Utah. Utah's defense is sort of stout. So, um. But yeah, they, there's another ranked team on their schedule. I can't think of the name of it right now, but I do know that, that I saw Oregon and Washington on that schedule. And there's one more other ranked team in the Pac-12 that they got to play. So, man, watch out for UCLA. Yeah, UCLA is another one. I don't know if UCLA is ranked, but they got to play them at some point as well. Um, so, yeah, be interesting. I mean, how 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 interesting that the dust has settled over there. Oh, at USC. So. Yeah, quite. Um, it, it, but you know, this is what happens. Uh, you know, a lot of times going into these seasons, you have these favorites and you have these expectations, and then, but 
it's, it's week to week and you just get judged on your performance uh, each week. To answer your question, UCLA is currently ranked uh, 23. Uh, uh, I don't know if they were ranked last week, but uh, as of the latest rankings, uh, they are 23. So, uh, and actually they're one of the, USC has dropped to 24 uh, as really expected. So I don't know, but now the other, uh, I guess, I don't know if you can, obviously I don't think you can call Utah USC an upset, but what I think what many would consider to be an upset was Virginia going into North Carolina and upsetting them. Now, I didn't see that game, but that was crazy. When I saw that score, I'm like, no way. Not the North Carolina Tar Heels that's just been running through, uh, you know, everybody. Uh, but just like we say in NFL, any given Sunday in college is any given Saturday, clearly. I mean, Saturday was crazy. It was crazy. There's a lot that went on um you know penn state we ain't got to them yet they lost to ohio state they can't ever seem to be a, a, a quality team they run through everybody else and then you know michigan destroys michigan state but i don't know how good michigan is because they ain't really played nobody um so i don't know it's just college football this is what it is Florida State beat um they beat somebody, so they're um Duke. Duke. They beat Duke. <clears throat> um was there any other else anything else that happened? Oh, Iowa got screwed. I don't know if y'all saw that play where dude uh they said he called for a fair catch and he didn't end up scoring and I was gonna 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 win the game and then they said he called for a fair catch and he, uh, it cost him the game. I mean, it was against Minnesota, Iowa, Minnesota. There's a controversial call in that play. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma barely, um, they got past you, you, uh, Central Florida. That was a close game. Texas was in a dog fight too. It's just crazy how college football is right now. It's no really, I mean, is there really, uh, I mean, Georgia's rolling. Is anybody else just rock Michigan? Yeah. But yeah, yeah I think as far as rolling is Georgia, Michigan, Florida, Ohio State, and Florida State, and they're the top four. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think right now they're the for sure. And then you still got Washington, who's undefeated, and Oklahoma, who's also still undefeated. So oh, we got chatter. We got chatter. We got chatter in the in the in the comments. Uh, oh, Gerald, Gerald Mumford Jr. You say uh, he says you say Michigan, Michigan hadn't played anyone, but how have they played? Oh, they've destroyed everybody. I mean, I'm just saying they've destroyed. Hey, what's your everybody. point? Are you a Michigan fan over there, Gerald? Well, I want to know. I want to know. Um, I mean, I mean, they, they've destroyed everybody. But like I say, man. There's still a lot of football to be played. You gotta, you know, they gotta play Penn State. They gotta play Ohio State. Let's just let's let the just let the season play out. You know, they look no good. They that. look good, but but you know, Michigan they, don't they do this every year? Don't Ohio State do this every year? They run through the Big Ten until they run into somebody. Then you know, you gotta get over the hump. So, so. I watched, I watched them every weekend. So yeah, they they rolling. I ain't gonna I ain't so gonna sit and say they played anybody. So they ain't played nobody. Look they played UNLV who's six and one. Uh they played, you know, Rutgers at six and two, Nebraska four and three. 
And then uh, and in terms of teams that have a good record, they do have they have played three teams that do have a winning and good record. Now, granted, those aren't schools that we talk about. Uh, you know, on a regular, but ain't none of them to, powerhouses. What they do? On, what they? Yeah. Hey, what they do last year after they beat all them teams? And that's what they have to do. They just gotta win. They gotta win a big game before you. Get Listen here, Tony. Yes, UNLV. Really, I wasn't hyping up UNLV to make it seem like they Georgia. I was just saying, in terms of teams that have a winning record. And that's what it counts on because I know what hit the trend is, especially in the NFL, talking about teams such as Dallas or San Francisco or Philly or Miami. Like, oh, well, look at the records of the teams that they won. Uh, and so to try to say, well, how good really are they? So I'm not trying to say UNLV. UNLV is a basketball school. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're a powerhouse school, but you do have to kind of just give a nod to the fact that they do have you know, a, a winning record. But I'm not saying it as though Michigan get is... Get your, get, get, hey, get your text early, Tony. You're going to the wrong person. You're going to the wrong person. <laughs> you're going hostile. Go hostile. But, hey, but, but you just... Get it out of the way now. Make sure, you say, make sure you get it out of the way before we start talking about them tights, though. Then you're really going to get chopped off. Did, did, did you see Washington, though? Did you see Washington struggle? They almost lost. Did you see that Washington game? Mm-mm. I did not. Oh. Washington, shoot, they almost lost. Let me find out who they play real quick. Man, you know, I, I'm just a spectator in this conversation because, you know, uh, the cues were partying on Saturday. The cues were partying. So, you know, I ain't see too much football. I hmm. see why you, um, I'm just, I'm letting, I saw the way they beat Arizona State 15 to 7. There you go. 15 to 7. They were on the ropes that whole game. They had to, it was a pick six, I think, that sealed it. They was on the ropes against Arizona State. So like I said. Oh, Arizona State has definitely been, you know, I guess trying to play up to the level of competition because I get it confused. Which one did Colorado play, Arizona or Arizona State? Arizona State is one of them. Arizona State is one of Okay, and so, but you know, they play, they the ones that beat, did they beat Colorado or Colorado barely beat them? Whichever it was, I can't remember at this stage of the game. But uh, Colorado beat them. They won a six. Okay. Colorado yeah, but them. they it was a end up being, I think, a pretty close game. I think they almost kind of come back or something. So yeah, Arizona yeah, State, you know, their record is trash, but in some of these, you know, games that they clearly should have been just drug, they've been hanging in there and 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 putting up a fight. Um but I don't know, but this week, I mean, hey, do we want to, uh, do we want to get hyped? Well, 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 let's go. Celeste, I got two moments here with you this week, Celeste. You're going to be real mad at me. Uh-huh. You're going to be real what? mad at me Two bones to pick with you. Why are you picking bones with me? Don't start with me now. Don't start. Don't you start. Oh, so- you, you up behind me? Oh, I got two. I got two. I know. Players. So I got. I got to see you in NFL and college. So uh, this week is the largest cocktail party uh, we got going down in Jacksonville. Them Florida Gators against them Georgia Bulldogs. Um, I'm gonna just say, uh, I just hope we put up a fight. <laughs> at this stage, I just. I'm just at least hoping that oh, we yeah. put up a fight. 
That's all you can hope for. I I don't have any. I just hope they can somehow may just show up. Uh, No, 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 no. I don't want to hear all that. Mm -hmm. Come on. You want to hear, Jamel, because you know we ain't them fans. We ain't finna get on here and trash talk like we just the shit. No, not going to do it. (laughs) Not going to do it. So if that's what you want, you ain't getting that. I don't know what you want. You can talk all the trash you want. Go ahead. You, the mic is yours. I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-uh. I'm not weak. I can't yours. Do it. Do it. Talk about it. I'm going to get along with this type. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay, because y'all want to go that route. Y'all want to just, just talk about how bad it's going to be. If you're going to go that route. How bad is it going to be? What's your prediction, Jamel? What's your prediction? Yeah, just tell us. Uh, about 48 to 7. Oh, I think about 17 or more. 17, about 3 17, 21. Ain't gonna be too, too bad. 21 points. Okay. I mean, yeah. no, 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 no. It might be even closer. But you know what? We don't have Brock Bryant. Tony, don't worry. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remind him about his frustrations when we get to the NFL, Tony. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh you can. Hey, my team's a winning team right now. And, and who Tony's a, a Titan fan, right? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, Tommy's a Titan fan. You're a Titan oh, fan. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so he better not talk about no team. Especially mm-hmm. this week. So you saying 17 points at least. At I'm, least. All I'm saying is you're not gonna get no fight from me on that because you know the, the I reality don't know what he is. Wants. Yeah, the reality is, Florida Gators ain't talking about nothing for real. For ain't real. talking about nothing. I don't know what he wants to say. I ain't got nothing for him. I ain't got oh, nothing. So, y'all had a whole week off, right? Yeah. Y'all did too. I know they always take off before the game, but I mean, what's y'all record again? What's time? What time is the game? It's probably around that 3 o'clock ish range. It's normally yeah. the mid afternoon. Oh, it's the CBS game? Okay. Yeah, it's normally mid, uh, uh, you know, afternoon. Um, But now, something that I did leave off the list that I, I meant to actually bring it up last week because the conversation started last week. This Just real quick, the situation uh, with, with Tennessee State University, and mind you right now, they are sitting at six and two. They had a big win this past weekend, but one of the local, uh, the one of the conversations that's been circulating for the past couple of weeks locally is some comments that Eddie George made in terms of, especially after homecoming weekend, in terms of the low attendance, uh, and it's of course kind of rubbed some people. Uh, uh, are, are we are, are, are we eligible to talk about this? You know how they get. Are we eligible? Can we talk about this? Can we talk uh, about this? Uh, yes, we. we yeah, we absolutely can. Uh huh. And we right, are. They, 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 they say we can't talk oh, about it. We can't Oh, we, I mean, we can't talk about it. Because the reality is, MTSU, when you're talking about an attendance problem, MTSU has an attendance problem, but you just don't, it's not like you necessarily see them, you know, making statements about it. And so, of course, some people feel like, well, oh, he's trying to compare this to a prime i don't think it's about comparing it to prime but i think my thoughts on this thing with tsu they've had an attendance problem you know for years um and i think that it it, it plays into when you look at the cost because 
it's a lot more expensive to get in there to the games down there at Nissan Stadium. The parking is a lot more expensive. And then when you look at the opponent, I think when, and then other than, and also the third factor for me is their record. Now this year they have a, a good record so far, but in years past, TSU just has not really been that good. And when you have alumni that are within driving distance, say from a Atlanta or a Memphis or a St. Louis or Kentucky or wherever, I can't say that I'm going to be willing to spend my money getting on the highway, coming down to support my school, and they not winning. Hell, I'm right down the street from my alma mater, and I don't support them because the product that they got out there on the field ain't, and I'm just 30 minutes away. So, you know, I don't know. How do you all feel about this whole conversation with, I think he has some valid points. Uh, He's supposed to to say it. He's supposed to say that, man. That's our our theory that, you know, some of us, that you not gonna go in that game if they win it. Yeah, you gotta put a winning product on the on the field. Uh, that's why he's talking now, cause he got a winning product out there. But uh, he's supposed to say that. He's supposed to say that, hey, it's a it's a problem at a whole lot of places. Hey, go, going in the game is a problem a whole lot of places. You know, these other universities make you cut them tailgates off. You know, MTSU tries to make you take cut them tailgates off. Over in the student section, they make them cut them tailgates off. So, you know, it's a problem everywhere. Problem everywhere. They're not doing nothing wrong by addressing the problem. You ain't doing nothing wrong by addressing the problem and calling the light to it. Uh, yeah, but... Oh, my brother, because my younger brother, he actually played uh, out there at TSU. Um, and so he's a part of, I think, some of the younger football alumni that are working, you know, with the university that really try to help, you know, usher in a new era. Because I think a part of another part of the problem with TSU and what you have in just other places in general, sometimes a lot of the times leadership just is old and it's time for, you know, change in leadership so you can get new ideas in. And I told, I was telling my brother, one of the things that I know MTSU has tried to do is really force people to shut down tailgates. And especially during big games like a homecoming game, uh, you know, and I do think that that has helped, you know, to some degree. But you know, I don't know, Moses. What were you gonna say? Um, you know, it, it, you just take homecoming for instance, TSU homecoming. Don't nothing shut down out there. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been going on for years. And yeah, Eddie George, I would, I agree with what Brown said. They got a winning record. I mean, I mean, what are they six and one? Six and two. Six and two. Yeah, they got a winning product, so you would like to think that the fans would come to the game, but you know, the game make them come. Now, Gerald said, yeah, they're getting better. I know some people I've been about the game. My wife and her friends went in the game, and they all used to go in. It's getting better, so it's working. Well, to point out a couple of things, Gerald said HBCU football has never been about the game, it's been about the band. Um, I don't know. I there I think I do think that there is some truth to that. But the thing is, I mean, TSU has obviously arguably, you know, one of the, the best bands. If you I'm pretty sure if you talk to people from our area, we're gonna say it's from an HBCU perspective, is TSU, you know, Grammy not not even just Grammy nominated, Grammy Award winning. So TSU has a lot of accolades, but it's just accolades, but it's still like even with that, why isn't that able to get people, um, you know, within seats. And then I think he also pointed out too, Eddie coming from a big team school, um, it's never going to to be like that. In which 
you know, I do agree. Uh, uh, and I, But I don't necessarily think his expectations are based on his experience from Ohio State. I think it's just maybe more so just ultimately, uh, and, uh, you know, realizing that these kids are out here playing and they want fans, uh, you know, supporting them. Uh, whether uh, in, the, in, in conclusion, the attendance certainly uh, could be better. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how things unfold over the years, the changes that are going to be made, and, and hopefully it can result in. Uh, but I mean, he's going to have to keep winning, though. Like, yeah. King, King just, sure. this is a good year. That's great. But you know, yeah. and they like do. It. They did recently announce. Uh, I think they're gonna Nick over the next two years. They're gonna be playing Howard. I think next year they go to Howard, and they in 2025 Howard comes here. I think they have a two years with Mississippi Valley. So and I think you know maybe switching up some since they aren't in the the MEAC or the SLAC. I think switching up some of that competition, uh, you know, may help. Uh, you know, bring uh, just get fans excited about going to games, but. You know, we shall see. Now, we're going to take a pause just for a brief moment because, as I stated, you know, it's October and it's everything season. We got everything going on. The MLB playoffs. Uh, then we got, uh, I think a game is going on right now. And then we got NBA starting this week. It's just, it's just going to get crazy. But, of course, if you're new to here, the sports talk process, we kind of really, of course, don't get into the NBA season until – football really kind of starts to wind down, but you know, we will have moments to where we'll obviously highlight and talk about some of the hot topics that may be trending uh, in the NBA, but did definitely want to send a congratulations out to the Las Vegas Aces, uh, who are the first uh, WNBA team to repeat. Uh, they won their championship last Wednesday. Uh, anything you repeat, all have to say about that? The first to repeat in a long time. There's been a repeat. Oh, okay. I thought they were the first. No, nah, there's been repeats. Uh, oh, the Comets won like three in a row in the beginning. Yeah, Houston Comets. Oh, okay. And then there's another team that probably went back to back anymore. Yeah. So how are we feeling about this NBA season? Is is James, What is James Harden doing? Oh, well, nah, I'm good. No. I was going to talk about that WNBA thing a little bit, you know. I, I had a problem with uh, Plum doing a lot of that talking she was doing, which she didn't mean nothing about it, but I ain't like all the talking to she was, hey, real talk. She almost cost him the game a couple times in that last game. She was making bad passes. She was getting the ball taken from her. So she probably should be the last person talking to them girls on the other side, making them feel bad. You know what, that? You got to face them. They coming back for you. You got to face them. I wouldn't be giving them girls no uh, motivation over there, them Liberty girls. True. True. And I think this was uh, Candace Parker's, her third team. Uh, winning a championship with. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that was a record or or not, but shouts out to Candace Parker for still finding a way to win championships. Uh, but anything you all, just real quick before we get back into our regularly scheduled NFL program, any thoughts on the upcoming NBA season? Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to start this off, baby, because you know, I'm not an insider like Moses. So you can take what I got to say with a hundred percent and stamp it. And let me tell y'all something. That Wimbley boy, that Wimbley boy, the bad boy. You know, I wasn't sold on it. I wasn't sold on it because I hadn't seen this game. Watched a lot of 
Wimbledon <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. When that man gets a year or two behind him, the league is all noticed. I watched the game where they played the Golden State Warriors, man. The Golden State Warriors, you know, Stale and Clay, they usually hit these little 15 and 12 footers with ease. Man, Wembley was taking turns going through there, blocking them shots. He was killing them. Like he wasn't guarding either one of them. But hey, if they shot a ball, it got swatted back to the boy. That boy right there, that boy right there. He done showed me something. He done showed me something. Mm -hmm. The league is on notice. And I'll just add to that, you know, he, I just need him to stay healthy, but he is a problem. I saw him last week in some highlights. I saw him cross over, pull up in the paint and just effortless shot. I saw him dunk outside the restricted area. You know, the area where they, they call charges. He, he took it up and dunked it in, in the, I'm like, Blocking shots, he yeah, he 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 he's definitely looking good. I just need him to stay healthy. And you know, I don't know like when the real and the fact that they got a game on Wednesday, they 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 have a they have a national televised game when his maybe his first game on in the pros is gonna be televised. So mm. hey, it's on Wednesday. So I'm just like, okay, we'll see. Oh, Milwaukee's going to be a problem, too. Milwaukee's going to be a problem. What I've seen so far, they're going to be a problem. Oh, and to add to what you were saying, the, the Sparks, the Los Angeles Sparks uh, repeated in 2001 and 02. Mm. So they're the last team to repeat. Okay. Since, since the ages. Well, you know, as a Celtics fan, I feel like, you know, we're going to be making some noise, too. I'm definitely looking forward to with the changes that have been made to our roster. I'm looking forward to see uh, what we're going to be able to do, and hopefully, we can put something together and and, and get on back uh, to the Eastern Conference Finals and actually be successful this time and get to the NBA Finals. So, but yeah, I think with a lot of changes that's been made in the offseason, uh, some uh, I think some teams is is definitely going to be some good competition, uh, you know, going no, on. No. Absolutely not, Tony McCarty. Miami's not coming out of the East. Why do you feel that? Why? Please tell me why you feel that. They're not beating Milwaukee. Oh, no. No. They're not Come beating on. the Celtics. <clears throat> Come on, Tony. Come they on. They're still trying to get players. I don't think that when they, because I think I've seen where they were even talking about even wishing that James, somebody was talking about James Harden to uh, Miami. But they just need to let James Harden go on and go on to the sunset. I don't want to talk about Harden. Yeah. So talk about talk about him when we got some extra time. I don't want to talk about Harden. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna get on back into some more of these hot trending topics. So I don't know if you've been under a rock or not, but um there was breaking news today in the Titans organization that the mayor of Murfreesboro has been shipped off to Philadelphia. And if you don't know who the mayor of Murfreesboro is, shame on you. That, uh, the one and only MTSU uh, graduate Kevin Byard. Um, I'm gonna just say this. Obviously, obviously, if you've been paying attention to just rumors circulating over about the past week when talking about teams that could and should and need to be making some kind of transactions as they approach the trade deadline, 
uh, Kevin Byer, Derrick Henry, uh, I believe maybe even Danico Autry have been kind of ones that have been listed that you could actually get some value for. Uh, so it shouldn't be a shock. Uh, and I'm going to say, obviously, emotionally. Wait, 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 wait. You talking about NFL right now? Yes. Ask the question. Ask the question. You got to ask the question. Folks. No, let it go, NFL. let it go. I, I, had, I had problems with that, too, but let it go. Let's talk about the Titans. Oh. We'll come back to it. We'll come back okay. to it. Okay. I had a problem with it, too. I have a problem with it too, but I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it go on with, with this little thing here. Funny, if, if, not even trying to be funny. Oh. I really forgot because I don't even think we did it last week. But to be honest, but let oh me, yeah, we did it last week. We did it last week because oh, no, I was the only team. Because I was the only team that won last week. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Trust me, we did it. Press pause on what I was saying. We like to celebrate our victories around here at Sports Thoughts Process. And if your team was a winner over this past weekend, please raise your hand. Um. <laughs> I can't see your hand, Brown. I can't see your hand. Yeah, put it so in we had, right. um, I don't get to do this too often this year. Yeah, I don't get to do this too often. So, so, as you know, we those Falcons beat the Bucks and those Patriots beat the Bills. But we're definitely going to get into those Bills and Patriots uh, conversation here in just a minute. But now that they've been able to raise their hand because their team's won, uh, I just want to say to the Titans fans out there, I know it hurts. Uh, trust me, I do. But, you know, emotions real high. But we still got to keep logic, you know, because the reality of it is, and some things that when I, now that it's kind of settled on me, you know, Kevin Byer, he is on the backside. You know, he'll, he'll be 31 this year. Now, does, does that mean that he's washed up? You know, no, it doesn't. Uh, but considering the state of the Titans and where we are, the reality is we really do have to get younger. And in order for us to get younger and even to be able to just get some some quality veteran talent in there, we have to be able to pay people. You know, I don't know if you all know this, but the cap just isn't unlimited. Uh, and so I think right now with the transaction they made today, going into next season, the Titans are, I think, now currently number two in terms of the most salary cap space. Uh, so I think it's just time for you Titans fans to admit that we are preparing to go through a rebuild uh, and it's probably going to get worse. But I'll say this, in all fairness to Kevin Byard, I think he deserves a championship. And what better team, uh, you know, to go to than to a, a legit Super Bowl contending uh, team. Uh, so, you know, I like Kevin Byard, definitely going to miss him. But Titans fans, just buckle up. Because it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. We've been here before. If we survive the Ken Wiz and Hut 2 and 14 era, I think that we'll be able to get through, you know, this period right here. Would you all like to offer the Titans fans some words of encouragement? I would. I would. That was a nice speech. That was, that was a nice cool by y'all right there. Nice cool by y'all. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear this all week. It's going to be front news all week. You have to deal with this. Uh, Rebuild. Okay, I ain't got no advice. I just wanted to put that out there. It's a good oh. rebuild. Y'all think they're gonna let Henry go? I I do. But you mean before the trade deadline? Yeah, yeah, before the trade deadline. I do. I I really do I I think there's a strong case that Henry's gone before the trade deadline. But of course, even if he does play throughout the season. 
I want him to play throughout the season because I want him to break the record and be the number one, you know, uh, in rushing yards for the organization. Because uh, right now, currently, I think he's about 1,100 yards behind Eddie George. And I think there's a way that he could get it. Uh, but I don't know. But if not, he don't definitely... Don't let them Cowboys get him. <laughs> he definitely won't be back next year. But I do... I'm already preparing myself and do think that there's a, there's a strong case that he's gone before the trade deadline is up to. You know, I'm just... Yeah, I, the way I feel about the whole situation i'm very you know sad kevin byer was a class act great player uh one of the vocal leaders on this team you don't hear much from a lot of people on this team he's one of the vocal leaders and i'm sad to see him go what that what it tells me about the titans is yeah they're in rebuild rebuild mode and you know i get tired of hearing about the salary cap I get tired of hearing about that, you know, saving money and all that old crap. But how are the Eagles able to get Kevin Byer with all the stuff they got going on? That's my question. How are they able to get him? How are they able to pay for him? Uh, don't, they, don't, don't they have a salary cap? Like, I just, the tight I, I just, I just don't know, man. Like, so so who's starting this weekend is what I'm wondering. Is it Levis? Levis or, 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 um, you know, it's another interesting conversation, and we don't Who know. I think real talk. Um, I, they, they moved up to get Levis, and at this point, I do think they need to put him out there uh, so you can see what you got. Uh, whether you're going to give time to see what he can got, give Malik some time with this first with the first stream, and maybe put him in a game to kind of see what he got, but. At this point, you got to see what you got. You traded up to get him, and a lot of people wore him out about that. But you got to see what Levis is capable. You better put him out there. And I, all I know is this: your Falcons, Jamel, they bet not lose this weekend. They bet not lose. You, you, you gonna have to put up. You can't show up on Monday. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. I'm with my final thoughts talking about this. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's fine. What you need to do is get your running back to start playing ball and start tanking and getting us betters losing money because he don't want to play in the brigade. Sure, what you need oh to do? Oh my goodness, Bijan! Yeah. I want to talk. Well, yeah, that. we're gonna get to Bijan Robinson in his one carry. You know, don't worry. But I don't think that that's uh, you know on him. Bijan, Bijan had Bijan had some cat in his room and he got caught. It happened to the best of us. We all do that. We all done that. We just haven't got caught like you. He got caught. He got on our now, now, Gerald raised an interesting point in talking about he. The, there is a rumor that's saying that the Titans want a second round for uh, Henry because I know just in terms of the value, uh, somebody had made a point in saying, I think it was old Paul uh, Kuharski, that I don't always agree with him, but I think I did read one of his tweets that said that this transaction with Kevin Byard is proof that historically how Titans value people, the players, but the rest of the market does not value them the same way because a lot of people were obviously upset that they only got, I think, like a fifth and a sixth round for Bayard. I kind of was feeling like my feelings was hurt too. Like, dang, that's all he was worth. And then they they traded a safety. I trade somebody, whoever he was. He was drafted first round to the Steelers, I think, in 2016. Uh, but actually, huh? The Eagle, the Eagle fan hate that kid. Uh. The one that gave up. 
Well, obviously so. So so we'll see, uh, you know, how that that obviously, you know, pans out. But, um, you know, I, I don't, don't know. know what they're doing, Celeste. I just don't. I, every time I see A.J. Brown, like Brown said yesterday, every time right. I see A.J. Brown do what he do, I'm like, wow, we finally get a receiver. They finally get a receiver and they let him, they trade him in his prime. And we and the receivers are issue with the team. I, well, that AJ Brown was on John Robinson. That was not, you know, we all, we can go back to Mike Vrabel's reaction in the on draft night. We all know that that was not something that Vrabel was, he was pissed. But it still falls on the organization, it's, it's though. Been, well, it's not. It's, it's a bad move. It was a bad move. Falls on the but the person that made the move is no longer here. And so, uh, and so, and that's why. Uh, but yeah, and then ultimately, that's why we're in the situation that we are in because from drafts to free agency, it, it was the draft picks. Look at the draft picks, Celeste. You can just go to Caleb Farley. I'm starting to think about uh, what's the what's the receiver they just drafted last year. He Traylon Burks, like uh, he can't stay healthy. Yeah. And uh, uh, I mean, just it's just a laundry list of of, of yeah. bad. It's just and man, again, I, and the person that was in charge of these personnel decisions is no longer with the organization. And the only thing now we can just in ran we trust. And we got to give him, he did a good job at San Francisco, and we can just only hope that it translate to Tennessee Titans organizations. Uh, and so Titans fans, you know, just just simmer down and let's just let's, see let's, how let's, things. Can I ask you this one question? And, sure. and whoever else is on this chat and got comments, Titan Nation, do you believe in Levis or Willis as going in the future, or are we back in the quarterback? Are they back in the quarterback suit? We don't know that. We don't honestly, because uh, you know I'm a person about being fair, and I think mainly more so in terms of Levis. I think a lot of people's minds are made up in terms of Malik Willis. I mean, and I'm tired of arguing Malik, but in terms of him having a true fair shot, but in terms of Willis, we can't. You just, I don't think in fairness you can make that decision because we just he didn't really get to play preseason because he wasn't. So I mean, hey, if he goes out here, he can pull a a, a Ryan Tannehill. You know, when Ryan Tannehill came in for the injured, when they benched Mariota for Tannehill, a lot of people weren't up on Tannehill. But you know, we end up, I think, going seven and zero down the stretch and making it to the. Uh, I think did we make it to the AFC championship that year? Okay, or at least so the playoffs. Yeah, I don't hey, but listen, I don't think you can, you know, I am looking at the comments in the in the chat. I don't think you can say neither right now because you haven't seen Levis. Um, you know, I, I listen to the uh players and what the players say, you know, Vic Ramon, Savage, and uh, you know, them players what they say. Like they said, you know, the question is, do you you seen all you gonna see from a leak? That's his point. He said he already sold on what Malik gonna be because he done seen all he gonna see and he ain't got better. So he said you gotta see Levis. They saying the only reason you don't put Levis out there is until you fix that old line. So they feel that old line, Levis gonna get. And better. I agree. And and that's the thing about it. In fairness, and that's why I don't think, regardless, that it just won't really be fair because the line they still shuffling around on the line and it's trash. The tight. The thing that I will say that pisses me off. With the Titans, the Titans have a history of drafting people and to and making them do what they want them to do instead of drafting people 
with the skill set of what you need. So like now this whole thing with the old line, I think Skaronsi was an all-American left tackle. And I think they got his ass playing right tackle. Uh Petit Free the the NPF, the NTF, whatever his name is. I think he was supposed to be a right tackle person or a guard. And they got him on the left side. The Titans just they draft people based on, oh, I can put this person here and just make this person fit in this position instead of getting the people that I think are best suited for the position, uh, you know, that they need. But this O-line is trash. I don't know that that's what happened, though, uh, in their defense. In their defense, that one player got suspended. And so they yeah, had Yeah, but even to that, Skaronski still should have been the left tackle. If this person was an all-American left tackle, why the hell did you draft them and got them on the right side? If, if, I, feel, I, I had to feel that spot. I don't think he was a left tackle, though, Celeste. Uh, I don't think Swansea was a left tackle. He wasn't a left tackle. Well, let me address the stuff while y'all looking that up. Let's address this. Tony, Tony McCready, let me say this. I understand what you're saying. He might be locker. He might be locker. But I'm going to straight up agree with Gerald Mumford. You, and, and Celeste, you drafted this man. You moved up to draft this man. Hey, what you going to do? You got to throw him back there. Got to. You got yeah. to. But 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 in Celeste's heart of hearts, based off what he did in Kentucky and based off the pick that they drafted him, I can't, I don't feel comfortable with Levis as the future. I don't. He's going to have to show me. Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah, I, I do. I don't feel like, ooh, we got Levis. We, we got about to Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't feel like that at all. So so he's got a lot to prove. And that, that offensive line ain't going to help. Nothing. No, yeah. Nothing. Absolutely not. Uh, so we got them dirty birds this weekend. And just, you know, a, a quick plug, the sports thoughts process, you know, we'll be out there. I think it's lot A. Uh, uh, is where they are. It's where we'll be set up. Thank uh, Farm Insurance Boys tailgate. We're going to yes. be out there. Uh, we'll provide, I think it's like A, but as we get closer to the weekend, we'll provide. So definitely uh, tune in live because we're going to go live. Uh, and if you can't come out there, I'd like to. to. Yeah, come holler. Uh, now let's switch gears to this Patriots and Bills game. Now, obviously, going into this game, you know, this was supposed to be the Bills. Josh Allen was finally supposed to get his win, uh, you know, against the uh, the Patriots. The Bills was were supposed to win this game, uh, you know, on paper. But, of course, Bill, Jealous, Bill Belichick said, hold on, I'm still a coach, and I know how to coach. I may not know how to pick personnel, but darn it, I know how to coach. Uh, so, and, uh, as a result, he got his 300th win. Uh, so, he's now entered the 300-win uh, club. But... Um, what what does this as a Brown? What does this game say ultimately? Because I think I posed the question in saying, does this game does this prove that Belichick is still a good coach and just has a terrible team? What does this win say to you as a Patriots fan? Oh, man, that's a hard question. I, I never said the man. I, wait a minute, man. I never said the man wasn't a good coach. I don't think nobody feels he can't coach no more. Uh, you know, it's his drafting personnel. It's his drafting ability. You know, they didn't take him away from being a GM and get somebody to get some players over there. So, man, we all know Belichick and coach. We all know that. Uh, but, I mean, you know, hey, bro, this game don't mean nothing. That's why you don't see me doing a lot of celebrating and all this and all that. We just won one game, man. 
Division games, man, are really crapshoot. Like, take for instance, you know, um, the Washington and Giants game. You know, I'm thinking, no way in the world are we losing to the Giants. And what happens? We lost to the Giants. You, Lamar Jackson destroys the Detroit Lions. Now, now they don't. The D- Detroit don't see doesn't doesn't play Baltimore that often ever so you have to prepare for Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson is a different animal but inside his division Cincinnati Pittsburgh they all know him because they play him twice so these division games just are really crap shoots I mean you a lot of times you can throw the records out the window because you just never know What's gonna happen? Look at look at look at look at look at Tampa Bay and, and the Falcons this weekend. That game was in the teens, and the Falcons pulled it out, but they could have very well lost that game. So, just saying, these division games just man, like that. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, nothing about that division game theory when it comes to them Bills. The Bills got weapons. The Bills are supposed to be the team competing with KC to come yeah. out of the AFC. But Bill Belichick knows them Bills. Bill Belichick knows them Bills. That's all I know. He knows that division. That's the Bill Belichick. If he don't know anything else, he know that division. He yes. knows all the strengths and weaknesses. Of Here's what I'm going to say. And then I'm going to move on. You know, we, we got a lot left on this list. You jumped ahead a little bit, Moses, but I know Celeste going to hit these uh, lines and other stuff. I got stuff to say with that. But I'm going to say this. Stephon Diggs, for the rest of the season, should just come out the first play and start cussing Josh Allen out. Because Josh Allen never acts right until Stephon Diggs starts cussing him out. From this point forward, as soon as they kick that ball, just start cussing him. And then gets in the and then Josh Allen gets in the post games and basically you know he downplays it and it's just like you know now Stephon just you know he passionate and just you know he be frustrated like now nah, Josh we know he be cussing your ass out <laughs> you know you be getting cussed out we know a cussing out when we see one and that's exactly what Stephon Diggs be doing but speaking of Lamar Jackson these Ravens and these Lions I'm gonna tell you this now. I don't think obviously no one saw it being like what wasn't it like 38 to nothing at halftime? It was something crazy. Nope, nobody saw, you know, that game uh going the way that it did. Cause I'm getting back in town. I done took a nap. I'm like, okay, I'ma watch, you know, some some, some be some pretty decent games. Cause I think here we had the Ravens and the Lions and then the uh Browns and the Colts. So I was kind of, you know, going back and forth. And then when the Ravens was just running away, I'm like, wow. Uh, but do we get a Lions a side eye for this game? Or is this just one of those, hey, look, it's just everybody has a bad game or two. Uh, everybody has a bad game. Everybody the Lions has a bad are still game. a good team. 
that exactly. game means nothing to me as far as what the Lions are. And Lamar Jackson is a problem. When you don't face him on a regular, that's a lot. To, and when he's scrambling and throwing that thing, listen, Lamar, hey, the Ravens, you best keep your eye on them. They, they are a problem. The way that defense is playing right now, and Lamar's starting to groove with them receivers and all that, look, they just got beat by a good team, and the Lions are going to be okay. There's nothing to overreact. We're not going to overreact. I agree. And now before we get to these Eagles and these Dolphins, um, now we do um uh who is who was your player Moses um on the commanders that uh that w- went off on the uh Jonathan Allen. I don't know if you've seen the excerpt, you know, from his one of his post-game locker interview interview, but um We'll post it in the group in case you haven't. But basically, uh, he had a whole lot of uh, um, not so nice <laughs> FCC words uh, to to say. And you know, and it's one of those things that hey, look, I think as a fan, fans get frustrated, you know, naturally. But I think sometimes, you know, to see the frustration, uh, you know, from the players' perspective when they just let it rip. Uh, and sometimes in these situations, you can't do nothing but be like, yeah, you know, he got a point. But uh, how do you feel Absolutely. about it? Absolutely. I mean, the Giants were down offensive linemen. They were out there starting quarterback. They let a backup quarterback in it up. The Giants have been struggling to score touchdowns all season. Now, does Tyrod Taylor look better than Daniel Jones? Yeah, he did. And I'm going to just go on and say, look, there's still no excuse for the Washington football team with uh, Eric Bieniemy calling the offense that we can only score seven points. It's unacceptable. And I just don't know what this team, from week to week, what they're doing. I just don't know. They're they going to have to clean house. The two, the two dudes that I talk to about my team that are fans, they don't know each other. But they both said the same thing today. And it was crazy. They got a clean house. This team is not focused. I don't know what you're going to get from week to week. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Our quarterback has been sacked the most times than any other quarterback in the NFL. And he's on a pace to break David Carr's sack record for a season. Oh, yeah. He's on a pace. So I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the offensive line can't protect. The defense is on the field way too long. The defense only gave up 14 points. So, listen, that should be good enough to win any given Sunday. You only give up 14 points. I just, I'm so frustrated. So, yes, I feel everything that that player said. I'm glad he said it. You know, I feel it. I feel all of it. I feel all the venom. Yes. So, now, um, we got this Eagles Dolphins game that took Eagles Dolphins game that took place on Sunday Night Football last night, and uh, the Eagles got the win. Of course, a lot of people were again looking forward to this because it was going into it like, "Hey, two high-powered uh, offenses," and really expecting uh, a shootout. But um, of course, the Eagles did end up coming away with the win. Um, but here's my question to you all when it comes to these Dolphins. Uh, so, you know, a lot of times, you know, definitely people give the Cowboys a, a more so a reality check 
in terms of when you look at their wins and who they won against and the records of the teams that they won. Uh, do the Dolphins deserve, you know, that same smoke? Uh, you know, because now well, they've lost to the Bills, uh, who are a good team, and they've now lost to the Eagles, who also uh, are a good team. Um, so not saying that this means the worst, this loss means the worst for the Dolphins, but is it fair to question just how, you know, how good the Dolphins are as a complete team? Well, um, I heard a comparison today that just makes a lot of sense. And the Dolphins are like that fast car that really looks good. But, you know, you just, whenever it gets physical, whenever it gets to, to go and gets tough with them, they, they're not a physical team. They're just a fast finesse team. Now, I will say this. They were missing Xavier Howard, who's a shutdown corner. And Jalen Ramsey's not back yet. So whenever them two get back, I would love to see how that defense looks. Mm-hmm. And we can go from there. But I forgot he was on that team. Damn, I forgot that. Yeah. yeah Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard were were in civilian clothes. Mm-hmm. When them two dudes come back, then they saw that back end up. I think they did say Jalen Ramsey started practicing this past week. Uh, so obviously that's good news that he should – I'm sure he'll be back pretty soon uh, since he's been out there practicing. So, uh, so but yeah, they, just I mean, wondered. But but I mean, they didn't get blown out. I mean, it was, no, it's very that was a good game. A real good game. Tyreek Hill dropped a touchdown, or it really got interesting. He we dropped be, we, that we one. We be talking crazy. And, we be talking crazy never, about the Eagles. If the Eagles had lost that game, it was a good game. Good game. Yeah, he never. Everybody could have won. Yeah, he, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, the Dolphins. AJ Brown, eight. Hey. AJ Brown, hey. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure um, so now to wrap up this week's, you know, hot topics in NFL. Now, over this this season, I know there's been conversations. It seems like for about the past three or four weeks now, there's been several games to where it just feels like it's come down to a questionable play call towards the end of regulation. And this week it was at Brown's um Colts game. Um, so at the end, of course, now the, the Colts, uh, you know, were kind of on pace to, you know, to lose. It was a good back and forth. And then it was like the Browns had kind of pretty much, um, you know, were having their way and were doing, you know, well, putting up points and stopping the Colts. The Colts got back into the game, came down to the end, you know, that uh, then you had that, I think it was a, um, Illegal contact. I think their first play when they got down there was illegal contact. And then that one was actually questionable, uh, you know, to me. And then the second one, uh, you know, when they called the the pass interference. Uh, but a lot of people's argument on that was the ball wasn't even catchable, uh, you know, anyway. So, but I think, like I said, the bigger question is, uh, you know, with the inconsistency in the refs and these in them calling these games, you just hate it that you feel like, now granted, as a Titans fans, I'm glad the Colts lost, uh, even though the Browns beat us, but the Colts are in our division. But uh, but getting back to the point, the bigger question is, you know, these refs and the inconsistencies and, you know, and some of their calls, and you just hate it when you feel like your team has a chance and the ref 
took it away from me. So I don't know. Did you all watch that game? How do you all feel about those last two calls that were made at the end of the game that ultimately allowed for uh, the Browns to get the win? My man, uh, it's a hard question for me to ask because the last calls didn't really be much to me just because <laughs> I saw enough Miles Garrett that game. Uh, <laughs> he was going to lose anyway. He was a menace. <laughs> Call that dude the Miles Garrett Brown. Not the Cleveland Browns, the Miles Garrett Brown. Well, he single-handedly willed them the victory because that offense was hitting on nothing yesterday. For that man years. jumped over somebody and blocked the field goal. I, I didn't see the I didn't see the controversial play either, Celeste, so I don't I can't really comment on it. I didn't mm-hmm. see it. Yes, well, I, I didn't really see it either, so let's see if anybody talking about it in the comments. No, not I, yet. It I, might I, be a little delayed, but not yet. But I just think that, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, these refs for sure definitely, you know, have to get better. But the other interesting thing about that game, though, aside from the that those uh, questionable calls at the end, was, you know, Deshaun Watson went out. I think kind of under with a precaution for concussion and he was cleared to come back in the game, but the coach, uh, they was just like, no, we just going to sit you out. So obviously, you know, when it, from when it, when you look at that, it's not like the Browns can move away from Deshaun because they gave him this guaranteed money. Uh, but I don't know what, do you think that that was just, you know, just a legit precaution since he had initially went out under concussion or is it possible that there was a little something more to that? Because of Deshaun, you had a chance to, you know, you were, to, even though they did pull out the win, but it was a pretty, you know, close game. And so if you got a chance for Deshaun to come back in the game, you done paid him this money. Why not put Deshaun back out there? I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe not. But it was just a little interesting that he was cleared to come back in the game and the coach was just like nah we good that situation there is getting messy I don't know what to make of it but it seems real weird because the week before their bye they thought he was playing and he didn't play and then I don't know just it's it's something's just not right there for some reason it's a lot of smoke so I don't, I don't know. Grandma and them used to say something in the milk ain't clean. So mm-hmm. y'all don't want, y'all don't want to hear me. <laughs> what you got to say, bro? Then that man is Mazu's back, man. He might get back right for y'all. <laughs> oh, we did. Do what? Yeah, that man is Mazu's back. <laughs> you know, get some more massages and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, he's still not. I mean, obviously in the Tennessee game, he looked, you know, really good. And you kind of thought, okay, he's back. But he still hasn't looked, uh, you know, like, you know, the Deshaun that was in the MVP. But, you know, real talk, sometimes sometimes as a player, you try to tell coach you healthy and then you're not healthy. So, you know, maybe he's just having them type of issues. Could be. Um, now, before we get out of here, you know, of course, we got to do the overreaction Monday for better or for worse. Is this, you know, reality or nah? So, um, Tyrod Taylor should start over Daniel Jones. Is that a reality or no? Overreaction. Overreaction. 
Why is it an overreaction? You about you about <laughs> daddy? You like daddy dives, Jamel? No, first of all, you don't pay the man, so you gotta play the man. You pay the man, you gotta play him. And Tyra and Tyrod Taylor, we know he's a journeyman. He's good, but he ain't answer. I mean, they done paid the man, so you might as well play him. You gonna have to play him. So that's why I said overreaction. They are not gonna, they are not gonna not start him after they done paid him all that money. No. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor's thrown for more touchdowns in his two starts than Danny Dimes has all season. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it, it, the offense does look better with Ty, Tyrod Taylor. But I do agree with Jamel. You got to pay this man, so you got to play him. But the offense looks better with Tyrod back there. Yeah, that is. They, they is almost a- beat the Bills. They almost beat the Bills last week with Tyrod. So, That's right. Listen. I was scared. I was so, scared. I wouldn't have been scared of uh, Danny Dimes. I was scared of Tyrod. I thought yeah. they were going to so, beat the Bills. Yeah, this is a, definitely two things can be true. The reality is the offense does look better with Tyrod Taylor, but they paid Daniel Jones. And, I mean, what you, what you going to do? Um, next, Ron Rivera should be fired mid-season. Overreaction. True. True. Get him out of there. What has he done? Moses, what is Ronald Rivera doing? Not a doggone thing. Not a doggone thing. I don't know about midseason, but he got to go. He don't look like he got control of that team. I feel uh-huh. that. He doesn't he doesn't look like he had, he looks on the sideline. What happened to Riverboat Ron Gambler? That dude is gone. He doesn't look like he look like he just doesn't look like he has control of that team. That team is wishy-washy. They're up and down every week. I don't know what they're going to get out of. I mean, they beat Atlanta last week, and I was excited. That game. Tony said he should have been fired last Tuesday. No, 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 no. They beat, we beat Atlanta last week, but that game was never to where I felt comfortable until it was 0-0 on the clock. I just, I don't, I, that, that team scares me. I don't know what they're going to do. We had our quarterback to been sacked more times than anybody in the NFL. I don't feel good about that team at all. There's nothing that makes me feel good about it. They should have beat the Giants last week. Then they got the Eagles next week. Oh, my goodness. Now, Ooh. now we play the Eagles well. We do. We just, for some reason, that's a division game. Like I was just talking about earlier, them division games. And, and even we lost 14-7 yesterday. It wasn't like the Giants just blew us out. But the fact that we can't score over 14 points, the defense did their job. They hold you hold a team of 14 points, you like your chances. So I don't know. It's time that they need to I want to keep the enemy, but I don't know if he'll survive. But and you know, it's interesting that you say that because I think it was on first take this morning. I think it was, yeah, Stephen A was talking about definitely saying, uh, you know, uh, kind of I think it's some of the comments that uh, Magic Johnson has kind of been making. Uh, you can definitely sense that Rivera definitely won't be there uh next season but he said you know kind of after this loss unfortunately uh with be enemy uh and, and it's although many people obviously feel like he should have been had his opportunity at a, as a head coach you cannot go you can't be eric be enemy and only put up seven points against the Man, but if but here's the thing though, if you could drop all the plays you want in the world, if your quarterback doesn't have time to get rid of the ball, then that's all null and void. So I don't know. The offensive line is terrible. It's like the Titans' offensive line. It's, it's garbage. Yeah. Forty times. 
Right. And Danny Dimes has been sacked the second most. And he didn't even play at 30. <laughs> so I just tell y'all something. The enemy just got there. Y'all can't put, they can't put the blame. Even they spit with whoever, they can't put all this on being. Well, they just got there. He was, it's just a perception that this will just be one of those reasons to be able to say, oh, he does, this is why he doesn't deserve a head coaching job. And to be able to then try to make it seem like it was in. Huh? Oh, true. True, but you know, it don't take much for us. Uh, yeah, you know, half a game. But now moving on to the next one, the Ravens have solidified their ranking as the AFC North champions. A reaction, overreaction, or a reality? The Ravens are a problem. Now, the division they're in is tough. You can't just give it to them right now. You can't do it. Yeah, with, with Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, even Cleveland. That, that 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 might be the toughest division in, in the NFL right there. Because them teams, man, they 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 bought that. They bought that action. They bought that physicality. They bought all of that. So I'm not I can't give it to them now, but 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 the Ravens are they legit. The Ravens are legit. And lastly, you know, I just had since we got this Falcon on here and this Tennessee Titans against these Falcons come up. I, I just had to be a little shady. Number four. As the current number one in the NFC South, the Falcons are legit playoff contenders. Is that an overreaction yes. or is that a reaction? Yes. It's true. Overreaction. Overreaction, man. The NFC South sucks. Let me make my case. Overreaction. Let me make my case. I'm going to repeat it on my own final thought. Uh, first of all, the teams we lost to pretty much killing ourselves pretty much. We killed ourselves with y'all last week. I mean, we full last. Also, too, we, we killed ourselves with the buck, but we still won. Now, I keep saying the quarterback ain't it. Now, we can get that together. We going to be all right. Now, he may, be, he may get it together later on in the season. Who knows? But fun fact, which is, un- which is rare for Atlanta Falcons, we have uh, a top 10 defense. But that's what I'm happy about. If so that's what solidifies you all as a playoff contender. So we have a top 10 defense and really can catch fire every now and then, but he's so inconsistent. He's a turnover machine. But if we make it to the playoffs with the offensive weapon we got and the defense we have, we can probably win a game too. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, we're a contender if we can win a game too. So just remember that. Top Atlanta. ten defense. Atlanta has a top ten defense, and we have West. How you busy? How you busy next week, man? And I might start giving you some props. Oh, we will. Trust me. This week, not next week. This week. You're better. You're better. You you, be, you can't show up on Monday. Y'all lose on Sunday. You can't show up. You better just call in sick. <laughs> just call in sick. If you can't show up, they lose to that team. Well, it's time for us to get on out of here on this Monday evening. And like I said, just a uh, reminder, we will be out at the game tailgating and we will be going live. So please log on and pet, wait on, uh, be expecting a notification if you can't make it out there to tailgate. But if you are out there, 
uh, like I said, I believe it's lot A and where the State Farm, Dewan and his insurance boys, where they set up at. Uh, we'd love to have you stop by uh, and say hi. Uh, yeah, come through and get some of this smoke. Call him crazy. Come on out there. Come on out there, man. Come on. Yes, I would love to see you. So let's get interview you. Get some of this smoke. Tony and Gerald. And I would love to see quite a bit of this Huh? And I would definitely love to see some Dallas Cowboys fans out there. I believe you all got a big game on the docket uh, this week, too. Who uh, Don't the Cowboys, who the Cowboys, uh, end of the division game for the Cowboys? They got the Eagles this week? No, that's next week. This okay, Washington. no, they got the Rams. Okay, yeah, they got the Rams. Washington, Washington has the Eagles this week. Yeah, yeah. So they got the Rams. So yeah, I would love for this to come meet some Dallas Cowboys fans in person. Uh, so I could put a you know a name with the face when I be reading uh these comments. But other than that, on on that note, <laughs> we're gonna get on up out of here. Uh I feel like I had like a final thought. I don't know, but I just kind of really don't. So only thing I'll just say is to all the Titans fans out there. In the words of, you know, Tupac, keep your head up. You know, things are going to get easier. Trust me. You know, like I said, if we survive 2-14 and 14, Wiz and Hunt era, I think we're going to be all right. So, Titans fans, keep your head up and go Gators. Moses, what's your thing? To piggyback on that, they knew this was coming, man. Uh, you know, Ron Slay, uh, all them people on 104.5 on 3-8 yeah, they all said if you got to about this game and it was a losing record, that they were going to start making moves. Mm-hmm. They were going to start making moves. They were going to bench the people and decide looking at the future. So, you know, that's the last said. If you've been watching, you knew it was coming. Yes. Rebuild ain't bad. Rebuild ain't bad. Nah, it's not. Moses, what you got? Listen, <clears throat> I meant to say this last week and I just slipped my mind, but I do not like the current state of the Major League Baseball playoffs. They need to do something to change it. I don't I don't like the fact that the Braves and the Dodgers got bounced early in the season and now we're stuck mean? with the, What does the state of baseball have to do with that? They lost. Well, the, the format, the playoff format stinks. It shouldn't be no best of five. Yes, because how did the Braves even get with the Phillies in the first round any darn way? That's stupid. That's dumb, yes. too. It's just dumb. The, the whole system, they need to scrap it. It don't make sense. It don't make sense, Brown. It don't make they sense. They got swept, though. So, like, if it was seven, they still would have got swept. Would they? I don't know. <laughs> they got swept. Well, well, we, we okay. So, so, so. I'm listening who, to you. I'm listening to you. I don't understand. I'm, I'm listening to you. Who, who, who? So, so, who wants to see the the Diamondbacks and the tech, the Rangers? Anybody, any, anybody, tuning into that? I'm just saying. It just, I mean, you, 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 yeah. I just, I just don't like it. That's all. But I don't know. You know, they just need to do something about that because yeah, two years, two years. Finished. Going points out, yeah, they good this year. They just good. Two years in a row. So so the Orioles won 100 games. They they were gone. 
the Braves won 100 games gone. Dodgers won 100 games gone. Just that quick. It just Yeah, the, the, the setup, the matchups were whack. It, 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 it just don't make sense to me. So make it make sense is all I'm saying. And then I am so happy for this NBA season to start. Yes, I don't really pay attention to the NBA season, but I will tune in tomorrow, Wednesday, because, you know, there's nothing on TV. I will tune in tomorrow to see my boy, Wendy. Tomorrow's actually Tuesday, but okay. Oh, well, sorry. Wednesday is when Wimby plays. So so I will probably tune in tomorrow, too, because there there's no NFL games on TV. MTSU ain't playing on a weekday for change. No, nah, I'm just playing. Anyway, but um, yeah, so happy about the NBA the, the NBA season starting. Congratulations to the Aces on going back-to-back. Love, love, love watching that team play. So that's all I got. Y'all keep on supporting the show, man. That's what I got. Y'all keep on supporting the show. We love the interaction. Appreciate you in the comments. Uh, Gerald Marford, um, Tony McCready. I'm sure I'm gonna miss some names, but you know that's about the that's about the two that's been chiming in tonight. So Tony, uh, Tony is, is Tony. Tony's a Titans fan, and the other Titans fan. Dallas, he's Titans fan. His other dude, Dallas. Uh, nah, he's a Lions fan. Okay. Yeah, he a Lions fan. Okay. okay, what's up? Shout out, hey, hey, Tony, Tony got the right NFL, the right NBA team though. He a Laker fan, Laker fan. Oh my god! All day, all day, man. You know, oh. got hard, got hard from your, from birth, birth. Me, me and Tony go back to kindergarten. Well, we'll definitely yeah, have man, time to talk about these Lakers. We definitely have yeah. all season. But hey, like I said, hey, appreciate y'all supporting the show, chiming in. Hey, keep on buying gear. Rep us everywhere you go. I promise you, every time I get some extra money, I'm trying to give away a hoodie. I'm trying to give away a hat. Rep us out. We gonna be at that game. Yeah, I don't come to games, but I'm, hey, I work third shift. I'm gonna get off, catch me an Uber down there and hang out. But hey, I'm gone. I'm, I'm gone right at the tailgate. I'm going home to go sleep. Am I eligible for the hoodie giveaway? No, 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 no. You gotta buy your own, my brother. <laughs> I'm not eligible. <laughs> okay, I'll just check it. Go ahead, Jamel. Well, listen. Let me sit back. You, you Titan fans, so that's you in general. Tony McCray in general. Hey, today, my heart starts smiling when I see that MTSU alumni get the hell up out of Tennessee. So, that, that's one thing that made me proud. That he's gone, because he's going to have to witness his ass whooping because the Adam Falcon go put on y'all. I'm telling y'all, I, I please that with a start. Please, please that with a start. Y'all want him? Y'all want let him? Let with a start. We got number 10. I mean, we got a top 10 defense. Hell, Ritter gonna even ball. I put, you know what I'm talking about, Ritter. Ritter gonna ball a lot. And I'm gonna leave out a stand. I'm getting my tickets set. Now, I might get some good tickets, good seats too. I might get sitting <laughs> down on the sideline to see this ass whooping. That we're gonna put on the Titans. Titans fans, you guys are on notice. I'm hey, told all the time. This dude, this dude never stops selling tea. This dude song. never stops selling tea. He ain't selling tea, Sunday, so he go to the game. You know what? I had to have an event Sunday at a church. I have an event that I'm not going to. The wife and the daughter, y'all will have to do that. Because I'm going to see some Falcon with Titan ass. That's how much. I don't want to see it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, when I go out, I'm going all the way out. 
I'm, I go all the way. Well, all I know is you better not have no random ass award ceremony to go to if the Titans win. Uh, <laughs> nah, they ain't gonna win. I ain't worried about that. I'm coming to the I'm coming to the award ceremony going live, and I'm gonna talk trash down to the award no. ceremony. So it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Who, who gonna be out? They got the quarterback situation. They got the quarterback situation. They got the safety uh, situation. The guy ain't got no safety no more. He's gone. Thank God. I didn't want to do this to her. So y'all figure that out. They got their hand will be gone tonight. I mean, I know it's a sad day for y'all, but I don't give a damn. I don't, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I want to make it even sadder. So y'all see that in the background? Rise up. Another W, baby. Well, there you have it, man. Y'all have a good night. Try to watch the rest of this game. Yeah. That ring is right now. I don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One more thing. One more thing. Since y'all, I heard it's going to be throwback day, too. Y'all bring the order jerseys out. I'm bringing the throwback Atlanta soccer jerseys out tomorrow. I mean, su- Sunday. So, be ready. I'm going to be ready. That's all I got to say. Rise up. Go down too. I'm going to troll y'all ass when we get out. I don't know what it's gonna be worth. Boy, you ain't trolling nothing with that AOL internet you got going on. Get you need to put some of that energy. You need to put some of that energy towards your internet. <laughs> yeah, and get off, get off my line with this AOL. I'm here now. I had to step outside, but just know I'm gonna show y'all asses. He's breaking stop. up, y'all. I think it's time to go. He's breaking Four up. Stop, y'all, man. Process, man. We'll Four see nine. y'all. Come on, lads. It's a tight game. Yeah. Come on. Peace. All right. Peace. 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 <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs>